Before we start today's podcast, the Truth About Aging wish to acknowledge that this episode has been recorded on the traditional lands of both the Ghana and Naranjeri people. We pay our deepest respect to Elders past, present and emerging. We acknowledge the Ghana and Naranjeri people as the custodians of their region and acknowledge that their cultural and heritage beliefs are still as important to the living Ghana and Naranjeri people today. everyone and welcome to the Truth About Aging podcast. I'm your host, Kate Helmore. Each week we'll be unpacking your questions about the aged care sector, discussing how to age well, grow old and make informed decisions. Let's get started. Hello friends, welcome back to the podcast and welcome to an episode that I have been eagerly anxiously awaiting to share with you all. It's a topic, maybe not a topic, but a guest very close to my heart, one that I've spoken about in a number of other episodes already. And that, of course, is my beautiful grandma, Nerida. So grandma rather reluctantly agreed to come on the podcast today. I really wanted to introduce her to you all. One, so you know who I'm talking about when I reference her throughout but also so that we can kind of track her journey in how she's aging at home. She does incredibly well independently at the moment, but we talk quite candidly about some of the challenges she faces and things that may need to adapt in future. I really hope that this discussion helps share a way that we can all have these discussions with our loved ones and also some small tools or strategies or ways to kind of start introducing some help at home for people as well. So I really hope you enjoy listening to today's episode as much as I enjoyed recording it. Without further ado, I bring you my grandma. Welcome to the podcast. So can you tell me a little bit about yourself to start with? I'm so close to 88 that I'll call it 88. Yep. I live in Port Elliot, obviously. I have five children, all of whom are married, a plethora of grandchildren <laughs> and a multitude of, or a growing number of great-grandchildren. Yeah. And yes, I'm not doing too badly on my own living here and it's a beautiful place to live. Yeah. You do very well on your own, actually. Still, still driving, still doing all your own shopping, meals, everything pretty much. Pretty much, yes. yes. Probably the thing that bothers me most is um, being unsteady. Mm -hmm. I I seem to need to touch something all the time to keep myself upright. But other than that, yes, doing pretty well. Yeah. And then you got assessed for a home care package? Yes, I did. When was that? A couple of years ago now? Is it that long? It possibly is getting to about to be Maybe. about that stage. I remember nagging you about I'm getting just one for a say, while. You're the one who got mate, <laughs> kept saying to me, "You need to get in the system." Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And, and that's so- and that's helpful because I am becoming less mobile. Um, my joints are beginning to bother me. Mm-hmm. 
And so my best love is gardening, of course, and yeah. that's becoming restrictive. So having help in the garden is wonderful. Yeah. Mm. And so it's your level one package at the yes. moment yes. that you use for gardening and cleaning Clean, mainly? Cleaning. Yes, yeah. I can't make my bed. Yeah, which is so often one of the first things too. It's heavy to move. Really heavy a mattress. Yeah. Yeah. You don't think so. And then you can't imagine when you're normal, you can't think, oh, for heaven's sake, to make a bed. Yeah. <laughs> can't. Yeah. Yeah. Like... As with anything, I suppose you can do anything, but you'll pay a price if you try. Yeah, and I know we often have that discussion about there's things that you can still do, but it's kind of weighing up the risk in some things it gets to a bit of a tipping point where it's worth having help for it. That's right. That doesn't mean you can't still do a lot of the gardening, but the the heavier lifting and the moving pots and soil and things like that is helpful to have another set of hands for. It is. Because if you, if you are a gardener, you hate to see a job that needs to be done Mm -hmm. you want it you want it done yeah when the roses need pruning at a certain time of the year and that's Mm -hmm. it you know so it's very helpful yeah you just go on doing things as long as you can without doing yourself damage which Mm -hmm. only exacerbates the whole system yeah Mm. yeah and I know we recently looked at potentially moving to other units in the city that were probably a a little bit smaller and a bit closer to most of the family because at the moment I don't know, you're only probably about an hour, hour and a half out of town, which isn't too bad. But I know that was a really interesting thing for us to work through as well because I know you've expressed before that just being here in this familiarity is really important. Well, it's so much easier out here to to go shopping and and I'm still within walking distance of just a local shop, Mm -hmm. not not one of the big shops, but anything I want is available within walking distance. Yeah, yeah as long as I can keep walking. If you go into Victor for your biggest shopping and so on, except for school holidays and summer holidays, which we hate, <laughs> there's no problem parking anywhere. It, it's Yes, familiarity is, is important. Yeah, mm. absolutely. Because mm. the, the hustle and bustle of the city just holds no appeal for me whatsoever. Mm-hmm. I've never been a, sh- a shopaholic. So. No. And you have got a beautiful spot here. It's nice and quiet and tranquil and you know you've got a nice little house down the end of the street so it is you get that kind of serenity of being here too that's just one of the negatives being at the end of the street is getting that's something I will perhaps have to look at Mm. is um the garbage taking the the, the oh getting the the bins bins down the the road yes and the letterboxes down there too ah you know it's not a huge but you know you become aware particularly when it's very hot or very cold Mm -hmm. Mm. well you can can ask your care coordinator about they can add in what they call a pop-in visit where they just come in and i do that for a number of my clients where they just come in literally take the bins down the street collect your mail and then they're off again yep so they don't have to come in and do anything else they can just do that for you you can do it seems a terrible imposition that's all (laughs) it's not though it's not and i know i know we talk about that a lot because it is you know that's what your package is there for it's there Mm. for you to use that funding to Keep you here. Keep you here. Mm. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. With the two houses for sale, one across the road and one next door, mm. I'm hoping there's some strapping young <laughs> young man comes in there and <laughs> take my bins down for me. <laughs> that would be helpful. Yes. Well, you probably are at the older end of the people living in the village now. I'd say mm. most people probably move into retirement living in their 70s. 70s. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, chances Which is what are. I did. Yeah, mm. exactly. Mm. So, chances are you might have someone move in that can. Yes. 
Yes. Run as and vigorous as I was when I came here. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yes. And what about um, exercise-wise? What do you do for uh, like, keeping yourself fit and active? You're just picking on me. <laughs> I, it's a good question. I actually had on my shopping list yes. to call in at ECH while I was mm-hmm. there, whatever day I went shopping on Tuesday or Wednesday, and I've blooming well forgot. I was so cross. I didn't look at the list. I'd done the shopping. I didn't yep. look at the list because I have, I'm taking your advice. Mm-hmm. I will go in there and have a proper assessment because I once Good. again I don't want to do anything that will be harmful. I yeah. want it to be positive, not negative. When I, but other than that, no. The only exercise I get is when I go out in the garden. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> we have had a lot of discussions about that because I know it is. It can be hard because you don't want to overexert yourself. Mm -hmm. And if you are in a class full of 70-year-olds, you might feel that there's a lot of things that you can't do that they're doing. You shouldn't try. No, and it's not worth pushing yourself with it. So one of the things we had discussed, which I'm glad was on your shopping list, was having that initial assessment with a physio to either get you a home exercise program or um, you can do one-on-one classes with them. For Sometimes people just do them fortnightly, but anything's better. Actually, that's a good idea because once you know what exercise you can do, you can do them at home. Yep. Yeah. Often what they would do, yeah, so they'll set you up with a home exercise program and then they normally review it either fortnightly or monthly, but they can then kind of adapt it to whatever you need. It does mean you have to keep yourself accountable at actually doing it. Yeah. Which is probably what I need more than anything else. Which is where sometimes it can be more helpful depending on who you are. Sometimes people find it better going into exercise classes because you're you're committed to that once a week, I have to go. Yeah, no, I think that is you. (laughs) I can see you having an exercise program and not doing it. (laughs) You give that a go. I'll keep asking you about it. Yes, I know you will. (laughs) Your meal preparation you still all do on your own. That's really good. Your shopping. How do you find your shopping? That's not a problem at all. Not a problem at all. And I am very fortunate in having... Tracy, mm-hmm. close by that anything I need help with, I just either ring her or we see each other virtually every day. Mm-hmm. We're playing Scrabble till it's coming out of the <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I think she only wants to keep playing Scrabble so that she can win. Yeah. <laughs> we have a very competitive family. <laughs> no, yes. not our family. <laughs> yes. So, uh, yeah, so having that backup is fantastic. I'm yeah. very fortunate. Mm. Yeah. How do you find you go with technology? Yeah, I, I don't know much about it. I think you're pretty good. Well, I, yeah, I like, yes, I, I, I like the, the contact with um, family, you know, the back then thing with all the oh, pictures yes. of the great-grandchildren and so on. It, it, it's, it's, it's a nice way of keeping contact. And Snapchat. And you you keep in the family Snapchat, Snapchat group. Snapchat. You're always the first person to respond. Yes, sometimes I think I ought to shut up. No, (laughs) no, it's good. I often think of you sitting there watching it anytime I send something. But it is good because you it keeps you connected in real time too, and it's not not calling or contacting. You still kind of know what's going on with them because you keep up with the day to day stuff when they're out for dinner or they've painted a new wall or whatever else is going on for them. Yes, without being involved and without it mattering rattling two hoots, it's just. Yeah. Just, yes. I have fantastic family support, so I'm just, I'm really blessed. Yep. Strap it. What's the thing that surprised you most heading into this stage of your life? What surprises me the most? 
just the fact that my blooming body won't do what I think it should do anymore. Yeah. <laughs> you just, it, it, you can't imagine when you're young that you, that you well, my hearing is, my hearing is appalling. Mm-hmm. You know, how, you never think about being deaf. Mm-hmm. And, and that is a, a real negative, I have to say. Mm. Yeah. Yes, so yes, it's just, it's really hard to be able to look forward to anticipate the things, the way that your body breaks down. Mm-hmm. It's not, my mind's not broken down all that much, but it's deteriorating. I'm aware of the fact it's deteriorating. Mm-hmm. I know it has to. Yeah. You're not meant to live forever. Mm-hmm. So it's just fascinating just to wonder about how long and how it goes and Mm. what takes you out yeah and I imagine obviously I'm not at that stage yet but I imagine it's hard not knowing what's next it's just kind of day-to-day yep noticing little things because because aging does happen for most people so gradually unless that you have a significant medical event Mm. it's normally a, a slow deterioration yep kind of keeping track of those things is is interesting in itself it is it, it, interesting in a negative sort yes. of way. <laughs> and I, I certainly absolutely dread the day that I have to look at the fact that I can't drive. Mm. I mean, driving just absolutely gives you that independence. If I want anything, I can just get in the car and go and get it. Mm-hmm. And at the moment, it doesn't bother me. I've always liked driving. Yeah. I still like driving. Yeah. I just hope that goes on for a long time. Yeah. Which is a tricky one too because you don't know... You know, no doubt one day yep. will come. Your eyes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You just don't know. Yeah. I think it's just, same with anything, appreciating the days where you can and being Absolutely. grateful for being able to do it. Absolutely. And I think the less anxious or worried you are about it, probably the longer you'll be able to as well. Is that true? That is yeah. true. I suppose one of the things that doesn't bother me but I'm aware of is that you have to be able to acknowledge when you can't mm. do whatever. Which is a hard part. It's a hard part. Uh, you know, when you see some people who know, you know damn well that they know that they shouldn't be doing X, Y, Z. Yeah. They're just bloody-minded. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it's a, huge, it's a huge piece of your independence. Mm. I, I really appreciate how hard that would be to say, okay, it's time. Mm. I, I can't do this anymore. Yep. Because it is a, I mean, there's of course there's alternatives. You can have a scooter or you can have oh, can you see me taxis. On a scooter. <laughs> I'd love you on a scooter. Oh, you're talking about a oh yeah, like yeah. A, a gopher kind of a thing. A gopher, not a scooter, right? Okay, <laughs> no, not a scooter, scooter. Oh, I'd like to be on a scooter. That'd <laughs> well, be fun. <laughs> sure. However, I have seen, by example, mm. um, my friend who has moved and decided yes, she would give up driving. Same, which is same age as me, near mm-hmm. enough. And she just calls for a taxi uh-huh. all the time. She's got taxi vouchers and she uses them. Yep. That's part of what it's all about, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. And I think it is just you You cross that bridge when you get to it, yep. but you just slowly adapt at each point when you have to. Mm. And that doesn't mean it's easy to swallow or that you want to do that. There's a lot of change. There's a lot of change and it's mm. all downhill. <laughs> well... Well, it yeah. is. It is. I think that's the thing. I think sometimes people want to avoid that mm. discussion or that reality of it, but mm. you, you, your body is deteriorating. Mm. There's not really another way around that. No. 
I guess, and again, I think it comes back to that um, awareness of the good things still and being able to focus on the things that you can do and the things that you enjoy. Because it is easy to spiral otherwise and focus on the things that you're struggling with. Oh, yes, it's one of the things that make being with old people a pain in the All they do is complain. (laughs) (laughs) I don't mind it. I love working with those people. I know you do. Uh, all I can say is we're blessed to have people like you. Oh, stop it. Well, it's true. What? what it, it, it's, a, it's a real calling. It, mm. Not everybody can work with I couldn't do it. I'd, they'd drive me bonkers. Yeah. <laughs> Look, everyone's got their skills and talents. That's right. Yep. That's right. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Anything else you want to add? No, I think I've said more than enough. <laughs> You've done so well. <laughs> yeah, right. Look at you go. Your first podcast. Yeah. You better download I'm it. I can't hear it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make sure it's plenty loud enough. <laughs> Beautiful. Well, thank you for coming on the podcast. I think you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I am. I am. <laughs> Beautiful. Beautiful.